everyone, and welcome to the WordPress Briefing, the podcast where you can catch quick explanations of some of the ideas behind the WordPress open source project and the community around it, as well as get a small list of big things coming up in the next two weeks. I'm your host, Josefa hayden Champosi. Here we go. This month, we have a bonus briefing, so I've asked my dear friend and colleague Matthias Ventura to join me. Matthias was recently called the spark behind the vision of Gutenberg, and with full-site editing coming our way in 2021, I asked if he would join me for a quick Q&A. Welcome, Matthias. Hello, hello. Thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I'm delighted to have you, and I think that um, we have a lot of excellent questions. All right, so Matthias, we actually ended up with questions in about three different groupings. And so I'm going to start with just kind of like the what is it about uh, full site editing sorts of questions that people had, then we're going to work our way into what can you do with it sort of things. Um, Oh, no, not what can you do with it? What are we doing with it? How are we planning on getting this out the door? And then a couple of big picture questions that people asked. Um, And so we're just going to leap right in with is full site editing part of the Gutenberg plugin? Or is it a standalone plugin? Okay, we'll, we'll start with the basics. Um, yeah, full site editing is part of the Gutenberg plugin right now. Um, but I think it's important to mention that uh, full site editing is a like an umbrella for several projects that we're working on. Um, they are they are all aiming to bring blocks um, into more parts of your site so that editing becomes easier and more expressive and so on. Um, so full site editing right now encompasses adding a ton of new blocks. I think we have around like 20 new blocks coming in, including navigation, query, site title, logo, and along, etc. cetera. Um, there's also the interface to interact uh, with templates outside of the content. Uh, that's another big part of the of this full set editing project. Um, we also have a lot of new design tools included. Uh, many of these have been released in previous major releases, uh, but they are still they compose a, a strong part of what full site editing is. Um, we also have something called global styles, uh, which aims to allow people to configure the visual aspects of blocks across the entire site, not just on any individual block. And of course, then there's a whole layer of how themes uh, utilize these tools. Um, so it's like, it, it can get complex because there's many layers and, and projects that need to come together. So yeah, all of these are accessible through the Gutenberg plugin right now. Yeah, so it's not a standalone plugin. If you wanted to check out full site editing, the the site editor experience as it is now, you would just have to make sure you had uh, the Gutenberg plugin on your site, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, and so a couple of the questions that kind of were related to this that people had were, how exactly do I enable it on my site? And what is the easiest and safest way to try this on my site? Um, and I think the answer is is right in there. It's in the, the Gutenberg plugin. And so if you have that plugin and I want to say that's it, you don't need like the testing plugin or anything else to make that work, right? No, you, you like you might you might need to install like a theme like 2021 mm-hmm. blocks uh, that unlocks some of these new interfaces that we just talked about. Like other other of these pieces are available just 
for anything, anything. Um, but some of these, like the interface to edit templates is right now um, only talks with themes that know how to express their design. Yeah, and I think we have, we have less than 10 themes right now that do that, but um, I'll leave some links to at least 2021 blocks in the show notes. And then uh, if there is another one or two themes that I can find, I can add those in there as well. So it is, you have to have the Gutenberg plugin, you have to have a theme that works with that site editor kind of experience. And then you're, you, you're safe to try everything out. It shows up in your left um, toolbar, just like any other thing, like if you were working with plugins, or if you were adding a post or anything else, right? Yes, correct. Um, and some some of these details are like being worked on right now, like exactly how, where you access things and so on. Um, so these things are subject to change. Uh, but right now you have there's a site editor beta in the in the cyber when both you have the plugin running and and a theme that that's capable. Yeah, excellent note. If you are running this on a production website, I would recommend you not do that unless you are very very good with WordPress. Uh, it's a really um, safe and easy thing to test and try out, but because it is still in beta, I I recommend always putting it on a test site for you. I have a couple of different test sites that I run it on myself. Another question that I had a couple of times was, will full site editing slow down my site? And I I think we have some perf some refreshed performance tests coming out about that, and and maybe they'll be out by the time we publish this podcast. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like the performance has been one of the major focus for the whole project. Like there are, in in many cases, it should speed up things because we're, like, I think one one of the big pieces that these projects bring into the sort of the picture, and especially for themes, is that it allows only the necessary assets to be loaded on the front end. So, for example, if uh, for a given page there are I don't know ten, fifteen blocks being used you would only get the CSS and scripts and so on related to those blocks. Um, this can cut down on a, lot, a ton of CSS that themes used to enqueue on a site, uh, particularly if you were trying to customize like many widgets and so on, like uh, a lot of themes have the full styles or multiple widgets, even third-party plugins and so on. So one of the advantages of having this block system is that we can know at the time of rendering, what what blocks are being used, and and only load those assets. Excellent. Um, another big question that we have is: Does full site editing work with the classic editor, and does it work with other builders? I think that's a really big answer if you're going to get super deep into it. But I think that the short answer is yes, it does. Is that fair? <laughs> yeah, and I think it touches a bit on like the that full site editing is not like a single thing. There are like multiple projects around it. So again, like the, the template editor that only deals with blocks, it doesn't like, it doesn't have a lot to do with the classic editor. Um, but the classic editor used for posts, it doesn't, again, it doesn't change anything at all. Like it, the same way that when the block editor was introduced, it didn't change the way you could still like write posts in the classic right. editor. You would still be able to do that. And if you are a brand new to WordPress person or or 
I mean, I guess at this point, you don't have to be super brand new. If you're a fairly new to WordPress person and you have no idea what we're talking about when we say the classic editor, you don't really have to worry about it either. You don't have to go <laughs> and find out what that is. The block <laughs> editor that you have right now works perfectly for what you're trying to do. So I, if you don't know what I mean when I say classic editor, don't worry about chasing it down either. <laughs> I think that this last question, we accidentally answered earlier, but I'm going to go ahead and ask it anyway, since I received it. I keep hearing that you can use the site editor with the 2021 theme, but I don't seem to be able to. <laughs> what am I missing? And I think the answer is that there's the 2021 theme that shipped with the WordPress release 5.6. And then there is the 2021 blocks theme. And those are, are two different themes. The link to the 2021 blocks theme is going to be in our show notes this time around. And so if you have been trying to use the full site editor with 2021 and not succeeding, try the link to the one below. And I bet that that will work for you. Yes, that's correct. All right. Excellent. Well, that brings us kind of into our second set of questions, which is about how we are doing it. The first one that folks have is, will full site editing be on by default in the next release? In in this context, the next release is WordPress 5.8. Um, but I think that it's a safe question to ask, will full site editing be on by default in the release that it's planned for? Yeah, and, and for this, I need to go back to the, again, the same principle of many yeah. projects because there are many pieces of full site editing that we want to like, and we have been merging them in, in major releases, particularly like the blocks and the design tools. Um, there are more coming in that we want to make accessible as soon as possible. Um, the sort of like the full experience that requires a theme to sort of opt-in into this and write their templates using blocks. This won't be by default. Like, again, it requires um, a specific theme running. Um, a lot of these details, again, we're still, like, determining exactly what projects are ready to, to be merged and so on. But, yeah, it's, it's not the... It doesn't change. If you have a theme right now that works the way you want, like, it doesn't change anything there. If anything, it adds some more capabilities, some more customization tools yeah. and so on. And and a theme can also regulate how much they want to sort of incorporate. Uh, Matthias, you've mentioned a couple of times in this podcast so far, like this is a really complex and really complicated part of this work. And just for anyone out there who's either encountering Gutenberg or full site editing or this podcast for the first time. I think a tiny bit of context that's worth having here is that Matthias and I have been working on this together in various capacities for like five years. And Matthias has probably been working on this for practically a decade. Uh, and so um, when we say that this is a really complicated problem, when it's when we say that this is a complex set of issues that we're working with, um, like it is all that we have been thinking about for, I want to say, at least the last three or four years. But certainly it's all that we have been trying to untangle for quite a bit of time before that as well. So we we don't take it lightly when we're like, this is complicated. Like, we mean it. It's <laughs> really complicated. We're trying our hardest over here uh, as WordPress. Um, but yeah, excellent. Um, the next big question, since we're all since we're all stuck in the it's very complicated kind of part of things is will this update break my current site like if i have a site that is updated and ready and it's exactly as i've wanted it to be and it took me two years to get there will full site editing whichever release it's in currently 5.8 is what we're planning for will that break anything on my site as i know it right now 
No, not at all. Like the that that's one of the major things that the WordPress team and the WordPress community always care so much about is never to break things and to give again a lot of these things are sort of stepping stones that you can adopt. Like we've been talking about full set editing, but for example, we all, we also have a few concurrent projects around the widget screen and the navigation mm -hmm. screen that are meant to bring blocks into existing interfaces so that again, the theme doesn't need to change anything, doesn't need to, and, and a lot of care is being put into making this, again, more like you're unlocking new features, but nothing really uh, breaks or falls apart. This update, like all the other updates, should have minimal, minimal impact on what you have to actively fix on your site. Every once in a while, a bug's going to get by. Uh, <laughs> we can't say that we're 100% <laughs> perfect with not breaking things. Um, but also, uh, we always, and I and I know that we're planning on this for our the remaining releases for the rest of the year at the very least. I can't imagine we'd ever change it. But after every major release, we always do make a plan to have a minor release within the next one or two weeks because we know that like a broken thing on a site is really incredibly impactful, even if you're only 1% of the sites that had that happen to it. And so uh, I think that's true in this case too. And getting that feedback back from all of the people who are actually using WordPress is the thing that makes us be able to kind of move quickly when we do see those problems. One of the questions that we have been getting that I have been seeing is, can I see a live preview without saving the changes that I made? And when I got this question, I didn't actually understand it. And so I went and and looked at a site without the Gutenberg plugin on it, and then a site with the Gutenberg plugin on it. And of course, on, on sites without Gutenberg, uh, without the block editor, without full site editing, when you are looking to preview, you have the option to open up your preview in a new window. And you don't have that with Gutenberg it, because it's supposed to be a true WYSIWYG editor, a true what you see is what you get editor. Um, and so I think that the answer to this is, yes, you can see a live preview without actually saving the changes on the front end of your site, but you don't actually have to reload anything. You don't have to open it up in a new window. Um, you don't have to like actively click, please show me a preview because what you're seeing in your editing screen should be what you're seeing at the, at the end of your, at, at, as an end user. Yeah, I, I, that, that's the sort of the main, the main gist to it. Yes. Is that the, the site editor is built so that it always reflects the front end uh, as truly as possible. Um, so that's one layer of it, the, but also like the preview tools also should allow you to see like in different devices, like mobile breakpoints and, and I don't know, tablet breakpoints and stuff like that. There are a lot of things in the, in the current interface that are just like not enabled. Um, there are some challenges in the in the site editor because the site editor is not just focused on a single post, it's focused on the entire site. So there can be like many, many changes that need to be scheduled to, for the site. Like if you're changing the site title, some some of the global styles aspects and so on, this all of these need to be orchestrated. So like to see in the in this previewing new window, there are some challenges there to to integrate. So the again, the interface is not final yet. Like a lot of these things are still being tweaked and improved. Um, there are many things from the regular post editor that are not enabled yet, um, but they will be enabled. So yeah, it's a, I guess it's not a simple thing to answer because again, the, 
the, the idea of previewing the site that's core to the whole project is that you're always interacting in the same way that when you're in the customizer, you're sort of seeing the, the preview all the time. Um, that's sort of the, the main scope of, of this project. Excellent. Uh, changes like that, changes to your workflow can be really, really hard to, to get your mind around, especially if part of that workflow, that existing workflow was there for you to create some sort of confidence in what you're seeing with your users. Um, and so I understand now, now that I've kind of researched that question a bit, I, I see where that's coming from. On the question of um, existing workflows, existing patterns that we have for ourselves in WordPress, will we need to have a theme in order to use the full site editor? I think we already cover some of these. Um, and, and again, like there will, there are tools that can work on any existing theme. There are other stuff that needs, um, that needs specific themes to opt in into these tools. Um, like block templates and so on. Yeah, yes. I think the question that we have next, because I see that the literal next question I have is actually something we have covered just because we're being pretty conversational about it, not because I, anyone already asked the question. Um, so I'm actually going to skip to the last question of this section that I received. Um, and I got this one via Twitter. And the question is, how do you view the role of themes once full site editing is fully rolled out and all the page elements, so content, headers, widgets, footers, et cetera, and all the views are managed via blocks and block patterns? Will themes become typographic and block styles? Uh, I think this is a great question um, because it, it goes to the heart of, um, again, why are we doing all this? And one of the, I think we need to go back to the, the main reason is to to empower users more. Like WordPress has been sort of democratizing publishing for a while. This is another step into allowing themes to get um, more customization tools, more control over their site um, if they want to. Um, I think there's been one of the in the recent call for testings. I think has been has focused on the 404 page, for example. Uh, that's something that forever has been locked away from users, and it, it's also something that as a theme developer, and I used to develop themes a long time ago, that, that was one of the things where, again, what sort of approach you take for the 404 page, uh, because maybe sometimes you want to have something more whimsical or whatever. Uh, sometimes you need something more serious and committing to one when you can have like such a diverse and broad uh, user base can be challenging. But with this, it, it becomes as easy as like, again, offering a few different patterns for that template. And the user would always be able to change the copy, modify something. Uh, so again, it opens up um, a lot of these things that used to be locked down. Uh, however, like from a theme perspective, I think this this doesn't reduce the theme um, at all. I think if anything, it, it allows the theme to focus more on, like less on coding and functions and so on, and focus more on the design expression and the aesthetics. I don't think that would ever be exhausted. Uh, that would always remain like as diverse as humans are interacting with, with WordPress. Um, so it's not, I don't see it just as like typographic and block styles. I think like, again, how do you express a template, how you express the structure, what, choice, what choices you make as a theme builder. Um, and of course, there, there are many degrees of control there because uh, a site maintainer may not want the 404 template to be editable. Like all of those things would be like that, that sort of control is always going to be present. Um, yeah, 
and really fast, I have to to add a caveat to a thing that you said in there. Um, for anyone who's listening keenly, you may have heard Matthias say that the users can update any of the content there, any of the any of the copy there. In this context, we're talking about users as in the people who are maintaining the site, um, not not people who are visiting your site. Visitors to your site will not be able to change any copy on your page unless you've done something very interesting yes. with your WordPress site, which is also <laughs> fine if that's what you prefer to do. Just saying by default, your visitors can't change everything on your website, which is good news, frankly. <laughs> so I've I've got two... Well, one is kind of a logistics question, which I'm happy to take. And then one is kind of a big picture question that I also got from Twitter. What about the classic editor block? When it, What is going to happen to that? And when will we know? Uh, so ages and ages ago, before COVID, uh, I think so probably maybe a couple years ago, Matt said that, that the classic editor block, the, the classic editor plugin would be supported through the end of 2021. And that is still the case. Um, there will be active support on that through the end of 2021. And then after that, it will not be actively supported anymore. It won't be removed from any place that you can get access to it right now. It won't be um, removed in a, in a, like, this is the end of its life cycle sort of way. We just won't have anyone who is currently committed to maintaining it maintaining that plugin anymore. And so that's what's happening at the end of the year. And and yeah, at the end of 2021. Big question that we have is why is full site editing being so rushed? I think this is a bit of a loaded question. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's still a fair question though. Like the I think we're dealing with two things here. And one one is uh, ensuring that we release things in the in the best state possible. Um, and also like some of the urgency in in offering tools that we know that people are lacking right now uh, that could really benefit from. So like making that determination is very tricky. Like the the full set editing sort of projects have been in the works for the last couple of years. If we count the initial phase of Gutenberg, that's like four to five years. And we've been doing a lot of calls for testing, which I think have been super useful to to not, not only to like, again, catch things, issues, but also to reflect as a community on where things are going, how do we integrate with this, how do we use it, what are the shortcomings, what do we need to do? Um, and based on all of these, we'll continue to make decisions on when things become ready. I think there's, again, we're not committed to uh, releasing something that's not in a good state. And I think we will always be uh, very careful about that. Um, so I don't, but I, I do think that there's there's these two competing senses of the urgency of getting uh, some of these tools out and, and use because it also benefits from the feedback loops a lot. Like the, yeah. um, I, I always say that in, in many ways, the, the initial phase of Gutenberg to me is not finished. Like the, again, we took the initial two years to do the, the 5.0 release, the initial block editor and so on. Uh, but it's still being improved at a very fast pace um, among all the recent major releases included improvements to the editor. So that will continue to be the case. So in, in many ways, phase one is not finished. And, and the moment we choose to release these some of these full set editing tools, it won't be finished either. And it will need to, to continue to, to grow, mature, and incorporate a lot of the feedback um, 
even the the things that the ecosystem is building around um i've seen a few the mm -hmm. a few themes already that are doing sort of like a they are incorporating like a blank canvas template so that you can use in some pages you can sort of take over and do everything with blocks uh, so even sort of the i think the the community and ecosystem as a whole is also sort of paving the way for for what yeah. needs to come i think from my perspective and um and of course i i'm on the people side of things i'm on the communication side of things i'm on the logistics side of things and so like i have a, a frequently a very different view <laughs> from what a, a lot of other folks are seeing and so from my side of things i have to say like um communicating about this change in a really broad way has not been happening since 2019 when we started the work you know we've been communicating broadly with the wordpress community but but um not with like everybody who uses WordPress. And so I think that for a lot of people, this looks like a project that we started really actively working on in the last six months or so. And now we're just racing toward a finish line. I think that there's there's not been a lot of awareness of everything that's gone into it. And so on the one hand, it feels a little less rushed to me, knowing the full length of the history on this. But also, like you said, I really think that this gets a bunch of tools to people who otherwise have not been able to accomplish these things in WordPress or otherwise. I am so anxious to get something to people who really can benefit from, from this change the most. And it's the nature of open source, right? That like, one, as long as you have users, you're going to have stuff you have to fix in your software. So like that, <laughs> we're never really, really going to be done with this. There's not going to be like a done point of WordPress. Um, and the second thing is, I think it's generally true that you don't really start getting full user feedback until after you have launched your your major release. I think that we see that a lot in open source software. Like you can bring in as many people as you think you can in your user tests he heading up to it and in your accessibility tests and in general quality assurance tests, you can bring in a lot of people and still not have, have gotten the full understanding of the various niche use cases that your users will bring to you. Because at this point, we're like 40% of the web and that means that we're solving this practically majority collection of of increasingly minority voices and niche voices in the space. And so, like, I a little bit feel a sense of urgency. I feel a bit of anxiousness about trying to get this out there for one, to get the tools in the hands of the people who can benefit the most from them, but also so that we can start really getting the full stress test uh, of this of this software out and get that feedback in so that we can really build something uh, that is responsive to what our users need, our long tail, anyone who ever uses WordPress ever uh, definition of users. And so that's why I feel a sense of urgency around it, uh, even though, you know, like I said, you and I have been working on this for like five years and you've been working on it for a decade or something. I actually don't know how long <laughs> you've been working on this. Now that makes me feel a bit old. <laughs> <laughs> 
nobody make Matthias feel old. He is a lovely, wonderful colleague. Sorry, Matthias, if I made you feel old. <laughs> no, that, that, that's totally fine. I, I think I also want to add to that, that the, yeah. um, again, we're not like false rating is not like a single toggle that's going to drop into a major release. Uh, so right. I think that's important to to consider like I think this entire year is going to see a lot of these tools being and sometimes the the sort of the end user is not the again the site maintainer but it can also be the theme developer I think there are mm. many yeah. tools here that would be really empowering for theme developers to do again we, we need to see we mentioned there are like five or five to ten theme block themes right now um, that needs to grow a lot, and that that only grows through these sort of feedback loops and um, and the theme community pushing things forwards and seeing where things can lead to. Um, I think I'm very excited about also the like the pattern directory integration, um, yeah, because I think that can can also combine with block themes in very powerful ways, and and we can all put like imagine if I don't know many of these like patterns that are like very common on the web and very needed that if we can refine them together as a com community and make them available again across yeah. themes across different things and you can combine a header from one theme with the content of another and all these sort of mixtures that could happen um, all of these needs exploration the creativity of the entire community and so on so in in that sense i think getting all these tools um even if it doesn't immediately like change anything for like the site, it starts, it starts to unlock a lot of things. Yeah. I'm going to take a bit of your answer from, from there and tie it all the way back to your first answer that we had when you joined me today uh, and say, I think you're absolutely right. We have a, a set of users in our theme authors and our plugin developers as well that we desperately need to get um, looking at this at this set of tools, and I hope that what we are shipping um, in the first in in the first uh, iteration of this serves as an opportunity for all of those uh, theme authors and agency owners, plugin authors, um, WordPress site configurers, freelancers. Like I really hope that this puts it into a really um, accessible, easy to access space for them so that they can do those experimentations based on what they know their users need the most. Like they are the group that has the closest access to site maintainers and what they need compared to, for instance, me or, or potentially you. Like we have a lot of information, you and I, we do a lot of tests. We have a, a a strong sense of what is needed at the moment, but we don't have um, that close connection that our our theme and agency and plugin and et cetera, et cetera, folks all have. And so I'm that's another part of of why I'm so excited to get this out in the current iteration of it. That was a lot of questions in a little bit of time. This is going to be officially my my longest WordPress briefing. Um, Matthias, I am so glad that you were able to join me today. Uh, and I think that everyone's going to be really, really excited to hear your answers to these questions. Thank you for having me. 
All right, my friends, that brings us into our small list of big things. I'm going to skip our community highlight today just because um, we had a slightly longer WordPress briefing uh, in our bonus iteration today. But the small list of big things. First thing, WordCamp Central America is coming on April 15th, uh, and there is a registration link in the show notes that, that you can access your tickets with, and I recommend that you go. We've got a lot of excellent speakers coming up there and uh, a lot of good content, good, a lot of good training and learning for y'all. And the second thing is that we have, Matt Mullenweg and I, have some listening hours coming up with the community in the first in the first week of April. Um, I'll add the link to register for those in the show notes as well. And it's just a few minutes for you all to stop by, check in, see what's going on, share some celebrations or concerns with us. And I hope that I see you there. So that, my friends, is your small list of big things. Thank you for joining in today for the WordPress briefing. I'm your host, Josepha Hayden-Champossi, and I'll see you again in a couple of weeks.